You are listening to the Edu Salon podcast, a space for connection and conversation around education. Each episode, Dr. Deborah Nedelitsky talks with a global education thought leader to provide insights into where education is now and where it might move next. Hello, and welcome to this preliminary episode of the Edu Salon podcast. This podcast is recorded on the lands of the Wadjuk people of the Noongar Nation, and I would like to pay my respects to their elders past, present and emerging. My name is Deborah Netalitsky, and I'm your host, or Salonier. I'm so excited to bring you this podcast. It's been two years that I've been thinking about bringing a podcast called The Edgy Salon that brings on guests who are experts in education for really rich and exciting conversations about where education is now and where it might go next. But as I think about the last couple of years with climate crises, threats to democracy, problems in education, erosion of well-being and the global pandemic, what's really buoyed me through this time is the human connections with others, even when those have had to be online, and the generosity of the global hive mind of the education community. So for me, this podcast is really about connection. It's about community, conversation, learning, and hope. It's about finding some optimism in our situation. It's about the fact that I really think we are better when we connect together, learn alongside one another, and are generous with our thoughts, with our time, with our, and we give each other space to be able to think and to be able to talk and to be able to connect in with one another. So the Edgy Salon is really about that for me. And during each episode, I'll talk with a global education thought leader to provide insights into education. And while the Edgy Salon is about foregrounding the voices of others and listening to their expertise and insights, I thought in this preliminary episode, I would spend a little bit of time explaining a bit about who I am. I've been a teacher for more than two decades. I've taught English, art, critical thinking in Australia and in England. In my third year of teaching, I took on my first leadership role. And since then, I've taught and led mostly in independent schools in Perth, Melbourne and London. That includes as head of department at a few schools. It also includes a school in which I led the implementation of a school-wide coaching intervention. And I'm trained in adaptive schools, cognitive coaching and growth coaching. And so coaching for me is something that is a really worthwhile thing that leaders and teachers can think about in terms of how we might help people to get from where they are to where they want to be and to build their efficacy. And I've also led research use, I've led staff development and teaching. So I'm currently head of teaching and learning for K-12 at my Australian school. So it's a co-educational independent school and there's about 1,800 students and I'm also overseeing the growth and development of about 180 teaching staff. I'm on a number of advisory committees and I'm chair of the board of my local public primary school. I'm really driven by the desire to learn, think, grow and contribute. Uh, In 2014, I was lucky enough to go on a professional fellowship to New York City uh, and that's when I began my blog, theeduflanous.com and that's where I really think aloud and share my thinking and my practice, capture moments in time, have something to look back on and have something to contribute out into the void of the education world and contribute to the narrative, I suppose, of education more broadly than just in my own space. I'm a bit of a pathological learner, so I did complete a PhD uh, in 2016 and when I started that, my youngest was six months old, my eldest was two years old and I was about to head back to work part-time at first and then full-time and I enrolled in the PhD full-time and I said to my husband, I reserve the right to decide this was the silliest thing I've ever done. But as it turns out, I did manage to submit my PhD within three years. And it was about professional learning, professional identity, and really effective school change. 
And since then, I've written and edited books and academic journal articles. I've presented regularly at conferences around the world and more recently webinars and podcasts. And so for me, this podcast is really about tapping into and giving back to those networks and those opportunities and those spaces that I've had the opportunity to be in myself. Now, when I do the Edgy Salon podcast with my guests, to conclude each conversation, there'll be five final questions. I'm calling it the enlightening round. Uh, I'm naming it that because the French salons emerged during the Age of Enlightenment and they're the ones that this Edgy Salon is named after. But before I throw these questions at my guests, I thought I'd answer them for myself. So I'm going to ask them of myself. Uh, Obviously, normally there will be a guest to not only enlighten listeners but to enliven the conversation, but I'm going to have a go at asking these of myself to share a little bit about me. So here goes. Firstly, what's something unexpected that many people wouldn't know about me? So entirely unrelated to education, I am a recreational powerlifter, so that means I go to the gym and lift heavy things, usually barbells loaded with weights. So in powerlifting, the main lifts are squat, bench press and deadlift. And in 2021, the heaviest thing I lifted was on the trap bar deadlift, which was 142.5 kilos that I picked up off the ground and then put back down again after I'd stood up with it. What's currently on my desk? So there's always a notebook on my desk. I take analog meeting notes and there's always post-its on my desk for my daily task lists. But there are also the books I'm currently reading to inform my practice. And as I think about 2022 and the challenges it's likely to bring for teacher and leader wellbeing and for the wellbeing of students and parents and the logistics that we're going to have to all contend with and continue to contend with, on my desk at the moment are books about teacher wellbeing, including Cat Howard's Stop Talking About Wellbeing and the new one from Andy Hargraves and Dennis Shirley called Wellbeing in Schools. Who is someone that inspires me in my work? Well, I think that most like most educators, what really energises and inspires me in my work is the students. Currently, I teach the Year 12 Literature class and I get to visit classrooms from K to 12 and certainly classroom visits, seeing teachers at work. Uh, I mean, a classroom visit in kindy and pre-primary in early learning is just an absolute joy, but it's really the students who inspire me and who are the reason for why I'm an educator. But I'm also inspired by so many education scholars, leaders and practitioners, many of whom I've had the pleasure of meeting or speaking with or collaborating with, many of whom I hope to host on this podcast. And in my own practice, I'm influenced by thinkers who explore collaboration and professional learning largely. So things like uh, collaborative professionalism as it articulated by Andy Hargraves and Michael O'Connor, the work of Laura Lipton and Bruce Wellman on collaboration in schools, the adaptive schools work of Bruce Wellman and Bob Garmston, the work on leadership and collaboration by Alma Harris and Michelle Jones, and the work of Ellie Drago-Severson on adult learning. And I love her concept that she takes from psychology of the holding environment, that idea that trust is so important in schools, Brick and Schneider call it the connective tissue in schools. And the Ellie Drago-Severson talks about the idea that we should, that adults as well as students and children should feel held in their education. So that's creating that environment of really high support but also high challenge so that we can all actually be our best. So what is one thing that I have coming up that I'm excited about? Well, this podcast is the passion project I'm currently launching, so I'm really excited about the conversations and the wisdom that it will bring. And if finally, if I was to distill my current thinking about education to its essence, what is one thought or resource I would like to leave listeners with? Well, I've been reflecting on the work that I did with Cameron Patterson and John Andrews when we edited the book, Flip the System Australia, What Matters in Education. And if I think about the pandemic, the fact that teachers have been heralded as heroes occasionally and talked about as essential workers, but also 
deprofessionalised and spoken about rather than listened to and that some governments are making fairly questionable decisions around education and not necessarily listening to teachers or school leaders. My one takeaway would be trusting and supporting teachers and school leaders to be experts in what they do, to know their own context, to know their own people and to be given permission and the respect to be honoured, to be listened to and also to be allowed to do their jobs. So trusting and supporting teachers and school leaders would be my one big message, I suppose, at the moment. So the EduSalon podcast is a podcast for educators around the world. So teachers, school leaders, academics, policymakers, and really anyone interested in education. The topics will be driven by the people that I'm talking to. So things like everything from education systems, policies, leadership, well-being, technologies, identity, inclusion, coaching. There'll be a whole range of things. And, and I'm really hoping to delve into what these people, what my guests think, uh, what they think is next in education, what they perhaps haven't been asked before or ways, new ways of thinking about the work that they've done. So I'm really, really excited about those conversations. The first episode will drop on Sunday the 6th of February and there'll be fortnightly episodes from then on and the podcast will be available on all the places you get your podcasts, so SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. And you can join the conversation on Twitter and Instagram by connecting with me or with the podcast handle. I'm really looking forward to hosting this podcast, to connecting with people as guests and also those people who listen and connect with me that way. Thank you so much for joining me on the Edgy Salon podcast. Let's keep the conversation going. Thank you for listening to the Edu Salon podcast. You can join the conversation by subscribing to this podcast and sharing it with your network, by giving this podcast a rating or review, and by connecting with Deb and her guests on social media.